are my blues and gone are my tears. I've got good news to shout in your ears. The long lost dollar has come back to the fold. With silver you can turn your dreams to gold. We're in the money. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome to this May 24th through 26th Memorial Day edition of Show Business. Question mark? Yeah, is it Memorial Day? I don't. I don't remember yes. what holiday it is. Um, I'm St. Patrick's Day. Is yeah, it's New Year's. Flags, flags. It's Ar- Arbor Day. Yay! Uh, I'm CP as always. And I am Dino as always too. Yeah. And I am Lindsay, as sometimes, not always, occasionally. And I am Jaime and Fuego as of lately. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And so the week that was, uh, Aladdin was our big winner. Shockingly, we don't, um, we record this Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. Um, They're still, they don't have the, the actuals for the weekend yet. It's it's still the estimates, but the estimate for Aladdin is ninety million for the three day. Uh, coming in second was John Wick three with twenty four million. Third was Avengers with seventeen. Fourth was Pokemon with thirteen, and fifth was Bright Burn with eight million. I keep wanting to say Bright Bart. Bright Bart. <laughs> that, that would be an interesting movie, the Bright Bart uh, filmed. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, <laughs> anyway, we don't need to get into that. I'm assuming Dinesh D'Souza would have something to do with it. Right. <laughs> um, so... Oh, and Booksmart came in sixth. Let's say that too. Oh, yeah. I was way off on Booksmart, man. Yeah, yeah. A couple, pe- couple people were way off, but anyways. So this is the first time. Uh, it's been a while since everybody contributing to the show has seen the same movie. I think all of us have seen what, Brightburn? We've all seen that? Yes. So why don't we start with that? Why don't we start with that? Um, I know Dino's been holding back. I haven't heard anything from Dino yet, so why don't, why don't you break the ice, Dino, and tell us what the what the shit's going on. Um, Brightburn. I think it was a wasted flick. Good, <laughs> good story in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole evil Superman thing. Uh, I did watch it. It's it's not like it was the worst thing I've ever seen. It was okay. Uh, so it's better than Tomorrowland. Okay, cool. All right. right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think Elizabeth Banks and um, what's his name? David Den, Denman. Pam's, Denman. Yes. Pam's uh, old fiance. Pam, Pam's old flame from The Office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they Roy. did a great job. Um, the acting in the movie was great. Uh, other than the child, Brendan, I... I BB. Yeah, I, I had a little problems with his performance. Yeah, but, that's um, fair. Yeah, yeah. It just it was it was kind of a deadpan flick. I mean, evil Superman, and <laughs> you know where that story could have gone. Um, again, it's easy for me to sit here dissect what the people who made the film did, but you know, I was a little disappointed. Dude, um, dude Caleb, yeah. Caleb in the YouTube chat's got your number. He says, "Does Dino like anything?" Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> he likes your mom. He likes movies that are black and white. <laughs> no, I, hey, uh, it, it, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I keep I waiting know. all the time for for great movies to come out. And every now and then we'll get one. Uh, mm. A great story like this. Think about it. An evil yeah. Superman. You yeah. know what you could have done with that. I know they what they spent only seven million on the you know the production of the film and all that. It, it's not it very big. 
But it is impressively low, honestly. Yeah, seven million. That's that's not bad for what this movie ended up being. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a horror movie budget as opposed to a superhero movie budget. You yeah. know, so. exactly, exactly. Yeah. But overall, overall, it, it's I it was okay. I was disappointed in it, and and you know we could talk more as everybody else throws in there. Uh, two cents. Uh, <laughs> speaking of two cents, great hey! segue, Dino. <laughs> Lindsay. It would have been awesome uh, if I went to Fuego there, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, no I, I, I kind of expected you to. Uh, but okay, the curveball got curved. Uh, so me, Lindsay, what I thought. Uh, I thought... Well, so first of all, I love how many Gun Brothers are there. We got James, we got Sean, we got Brian, we got Mark. I'm assuming there's a Daniel and a David and a Sam and a James. Or no. The youngest one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. This was written by a brother and a cousin, from what I understand. Oh, there's so. a cousin. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. Like, there's a gun cousin. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Okay. So, <laughs> so well, who knows how many of them? We'll get the aunt and the uncle next year writing uh, *Brightburn* three. But, yeah, they have uh, a couple of scripts floating around right now. They're trying to get some. <laughs> It's financing for so you know, and then they're starting the kids off. They're in screenwriting school, and I mean, you know, get them all hey, involved. Writers, Just keep them away from Twitter. Oof. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> until they get, uh, until they're no longer alcoholic and are married and all that stuff. Yeah. Skeletons <laughs> in the class. They are very detrimental. But there's do-overs, as we found out with James, right? So yeah, there you go. And, and honestly, I, part of me wonders, like, was this? how much of this movie was made and got released as it did because of James and like his, who he is and like his connection to Disney and what happened there and with him and Disney and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I, I would love to see a making of this movie and some of the behind the scenes stuff mm. uh, for the movie itself. I, it felt like, you know, a lot of movies feel like they're just kind of waiting for the third act. Mm. This is a waiting for the third act movie. Like all the characters oh, yeah. have to stay in limbo for an hour and 45 minutes, something like that. But then the moment the third act happens, Stuff gets crazy and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Lindsay, you, you, there's one thing they should have saved for the third act, I think, was that very beginning of the movie, what happened, how he came to her. I mean, we can spoil, right? I mean, uh, first uh, act I stuff? I, I think it would have been... General discussion for right now. General discussion. Yeah, if, for right now. if you're okay. talking about first act stuff, then... then How he... The boy came to be on... Oh, the, the, the thing bringing him to the planet? Like, you, you said it's yeah, yeah. it's evil Superman, so, I mean... Yeah. I, I think it would have been intriguing to play the movie out, you know, with all of this stuff happening to him, and then the third act reveal that, oh my god, he came from another planet. You know what I mean? It, I, I just thought it might Possibly. have added a little bit more to sure. the movie. But anyways... It's oh. funny that you bring you that know, up, because... Can... No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that's actually a good idea, Dino, because I feel like yeah. that maybe would have kept a larger air of mystery and stuff about, okay, I mean, I don't know, you know what the score is from the get-go, but then again, you knew what the score was in all the marketing material, so that was obviously a conscientious decision. They wanted viewers to go in already being aware about that angle, but I think maybe it could have been more effective if they didn't let mm -hmm. it be known. So That's true. And funny, as well, watching the movie, I saw it with two friends. One of the friends... Whenever, because uh, a lot of characters are default setting uh, of the mom defending the kid and everyone else being against the kid. And every time the mom would try to forgive something that the kid did, my friend would just look at me and say, you found him in a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> spaceship! But, but the bond and the love for that child grew over the years. So. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I, I just feel like the third act of this movie should have been like the second act climax or the second act turning point like it should have been like the midpoint of the movie 
And then, like, all the things that they tease kind of as the movie's ending are the things that should have been the actual third act, I feel like. Uh, Maybe that's just me, though. I I don't know. It it just felt like things needed to be happening and not enough was happening soon enough. Uh, I'll counter that in a minute. But, uh, Fuego. Yeah, I'll actually agree with the counter aspect because I felt like this movie needed more time. I felt like 90 minutes was way too short mm-hmm. and it sped through too many of the beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like more time could have given these characters more depth, more emotional resonance and everything. And while I, I will admit <laughs> the third act was incredibly satisfying for me. Yeah, and, was. you know, I watched Cody Leach's review and, you know, I think he fell into the overhype of some of the reviewers who were talking about a couple kills in particular in that third act, because really there's, there's two really good ones and everything else is just okay. You know, a lot of stuff happens off screen once the kid really gets gets geared up. But boy, were a couple of those bits really satisfying for me. And Slasher mode. Alone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's just Splat. a full on horror movie. <laughs> Let's just say uh, uh, Lockjaw. <laughs> Without the, mm. that scene was gruesome, dude, and yeah. uh, effective and stuff. Yeah. And also something with some heat vision. I was like, okay, go for it, kid. That's what's <laughs> up. But but as a whole, I, I felt like it was just very by the numbers. And uh, with, with the exception of the ending, which I wasn't 100% if they were going to go for it or not, and I was happy that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, I thought all performances were just okay enough. Some people were raving to me about Elizabeth Banks in this, and she was okay, you know, but she didn't, like, wow me or anything. I, I still like her more in comedic roles at the end of the day, mm. even if it's comedy mixed with horror like Slither. But, mm-hmm. um, Which is also a... Uh, a gun James Gunn. Yeah. James Gunn. Yeah, I, thought, so. I thought that was Elizabeth Banks. I mean, uh, uh, Shoe. <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shoe? They she look just look... like her. Gino's so... right. They look similar. They really I do. Oh, <laughs> um, no, yeah. totally. That's uh, funny, I, though, because I, uh, I don't know my favorite CP, movie is, uh, Elizabeth Shoe's uh, not okay. bad looking. She's Come just on. 20 years older than Elizabeth Banks, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what caught uh, me off guard. I'm like going, hey, wait a second. Oh, hey. Botox? Botox? Maybe. And now I'm thinking of the Back to the Future recasting with your cypher sore eyes where she showed up in that. But yeah, they, they Adventures they, they, in they babysitting, guys. Come on. Yes, yes. Good call. Guys, Good guys, call. Hamlet too, the pinnacle of Elizabeth Shue's career. Jesus. No, no, no. The saint, where, the saint where Val Kilmer looks down at her and he's like, and while you're down there, and she just like looks up at him. Classic. I love it. No, but this was a, Come on, guys. This was a must stop. <laughs> This was a missed opportunity at the end of the day, in my opinion. I, I'm going to kind of side with Dino a little bit that while I had a lot of fun with it, I, I felt like this could have been a lot better. So, yeah, well, it's definitely fun. Like, uh, once that oh. third act gets going, it is batshit. It is awesome. Yeah. Just, just keep it there. Thank God it was a two hour movie. I, yeah. I, I would say I'm frustrated with the potential of the movie because there's, there's definitely something there. No, no matter, mm. like, if you're disappointed, if, if you didn't have a good time, it, it there's a reason for that because like they kind of tease you in, in in a bunch of different areas like like he gets bullied um by this big heavy set black kid in, in the beginning of the movie and I'm like all right so th- there's victim number 1 right there and, yeah. and there's like two or three moments where like he he should be going full bore evil on people and it, he's just so random with with the way he does things. I mean, I, I get that it's a it's a metaphor for puberty, and it's just kind of a. And they quickly ran through all of that too, which kind of threw you off a little bit, you know, like you yeah. know the, the the talk with them and all that, you know, without giving much away. It's it's they kind of rushed through all of that. So him experience what's going on, what's going on, you know, I'm changing, 
happened in a very short period of time. So for him to deal with everything else, like the bullying, stuff like that, it was rushed, you know? So Oh, not paid off. That too. It, it just yeah. just uh, just left it floating out there. The mm-hmm. the when he's outside um one of his classmates' window, I mean it's rated R, you know, go a little bit further with, with the adult uh implications of, of what he's doing out there. Like I think they thought that would be a little too much. But... He has a penis talk with his father. <laughs> Tough, let the right one in uh, kind yeah. of thing going on. Yeah, you know, you don't mm-hmm. have to show just just you know, imply. Uh, tell us uh, through our ears. There was a little bit. Um, uh, I mean, she's pretty young, but I mean, I do understand. Like, like with R, you can push push the bear. Maybe like they're worried if they pushed it too much, it would bump it up to a rated X or something like that. Or maybe I'm not they were just trying to keep it more. Anything. Yeah. I'm just. Oh saying, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. A young boy who's coming into his adolescence. I mean, there they're they're alluding to it they're it's it's subtext at the very least in that scene so you know yeah i mean go, go a little bit further just a little bit no i i get you especially for if it was his first time which they're kind of saying it was <coughs> think back think back when you first went through puberty and you you know your first time it's almost like you're having a seizure i mean come on you know well yeah that's 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 what save that for after hours sorry that's, hours like. that's what the, that's what the movie's a metaphor for is is mm-hmm. Uh, puberty and and you know mm-hmm. the the random <laughs> chaos of it all so like yeah I, and I, the whole like wrestling with yourself which right. is why, why earlier on in the movie he doesn't just go full-blown evil right away it happens kind of gradually and then mm-hmm. as he gets like a little taste of it and embraces it more it's like the snowball downhill scenario so right i also liked how like i mean i I mean, actually, maybe that's a little bit of a spoiler. There seems to be like a nice little throwaway to anime in there about uh, why the kids there and stuff like that. It uh, it, it put a little smile on my face. It, it, the people making this movie were were pretty aware. And and like, there's another character. I think it's the uncle whose name is Noah. I like how throwing a biblical name in there when how you know the Superman was basically a rewriting of uh, mm-hmm. Moses. So just mm-hmm. having a character named Noah in there just. Interesting. So, like, yeah. there, there was definitely brains and put into this, and this was someone's passion project. I just, I just feel like that. Like, like I think the biggest thing is Elizabeth Banks' character just needed another layer. She yeah. needed something to do except for every scene defend the sun. She needed like, yeah. like you know, some story of her childhood, like some some B plot. Yeah. Yeah. Why? You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Why? Just, just I get it. She's the mom. Moms support the kids. They're always there for it. Blah 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 blah. I don't mean to blah 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 that away. Moms are awesome. But I love no, my but mom. you're but you're right. But, you like. Know. It's it's like what your friend said. You said that he said you know he he, he came here in a spaceship. Like you found him in a yeah, spaceship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said that like ten times to me. Just maybe crack up every uh, time. And it, it, was it only me or I? I was a little confused, especially with the ending there too. With with I mean you know constantly writing down uh, what take the world is that is that specifically what he kept writing down and he mm-hmm. kept hearing and saying take the world mm-hmm. i mean well that was the message that was being sent to him because he was being kind of controlled you know right. so yeah so so my point is i mean it, is he supposed to obliterate the earth and just him yeah you didn't see his uh, drawings where he was kind of foreshadowing like what he, he wanted to do well, and also the whole wasp metaphor too, you know. Yeah, so, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I, I like I thought that was kind of a cute little mm. uh, foreshadow. Foreshadow. <laughs> okay. Okay. I honestly like the ending, and I like the kind of post credits where we had some Michael Rooker action. But it's yeah. and not 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 to spoil mm. anything, 
but it shifts <laughs> all the footage. It's a movie shift. made by people with the last name Gunn. Michael Rooker's going to show up. Uh, of course. Like, yeah. all- <laughs> mm. So ha- have any of you seen uh, Booksmart yet? Not yet. I really want to, though. Yes. Do, do you know? So it, I, I'm actually kind of surprised, to be honest, uh, because the 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 darling that Booksmart is, I, I think it's got like a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. We saw it last week a little early. Um, I'm actually kind of shocked that it didn't crack the top five. Uh, Dino, I, I would prefer... Listen, if you're talking on ideas, <clears throat> I really want to see more of Brightburn. But mm-hmm. execution and what we were given... <clears throat> excuse me, what we were given... Uh, Much better. Uh, yeah. Booksmart was was certainly a, a way better time at the, at the very least. Do you agree, disagree? No, I... I... I watched both these movies yesterday, and oh, nice. the one mm-hmm. the one I got more enjoyment out of was Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a gem oh, because there's yeah. way many there's there's many more movies in that same kind of genre. Oh yeah, yeah, it's nothing <laughs> fresh. That that's for sure. Right, Th- that's much better. But with what's been coming out and what I've been watching and stuff, it was refreshing to see something that. From beginning to end, I was entertained, and I enjoyed kind of every bit of the movie. See, um, so Caitlin there's more Deaver, blockers than Ghostbusters. Oh, yes, yes. Without a doubt. No, Caitlin oh. Deavers was great, and, and, and the other girl, what was Beanie Fieldstone or Stein or something like that. Fieldstein. Mm-hmm. Um, both those uh, chicks, <laughs> did, chicks. <laughs> Did, did a great job in this film. Uh, I, I really got into their characters. Um, I, I love I loved it, but I, you know. I want to say yeah, that that for as much as we give Dino a hard time, um, I'll I'll let you know without letting you know anything about the movie. There's some slightly heavy-handed uh, left-wing Hollywood in this movie. So you, you heard Dino talk about a rather feminine left-wing movie, and he enjoyed Positively. it. Yeah. So, so well, that's that's the funny part with me on this show. Right. I'm the furthest from what I do and yeah. talk about on here. Right. I mean, right. it's, nothing, it's a none of that stuff. We're, yeah, none of that stuff bothers me. Yeah, but there fun. is there's some deep talk and stuff going on in. Oh the yeah, film. there's there's stuff like there's the girl in her bedroom has a poster that says you know my body my choice and it's just like okay all right I did I didn't need that information but you know all right you want to you want to put that in your movie that's fine just just no spoiler cp but the bathroom scene oh oh yikes. yeah the the mm. the uni uni bathroom right where everybody was in the same bathroom well the, um there's there's a what, what do you call that caitlin caitlin goes in uh, the unisex bathroom yeah in their high yeah, school but, they had yeah. a unisex bathroom well, well the, the scene the oh, at, the, at the end at the end yeah yeah, yeah 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 and i don't want to say nothing because that's a pivotal scene in the movie sure. and it'll sure but yeah it, mm. yeah what about what uh, olivia wilde as a director uh way impressed unimpressed what's it way better than brie larson uh, <laughs> yeah brie, brie Lar- i mean yeah i yeah the, the more i think about unicorn store like it really wasn't terrible for little kids i'll like though. it but it, it, it i mean i just can't get over that one shot where it's like actors keep having to like lean into frames so it doesn't look like they could get it <laughs> properly I, I don't know you know not everyone could be in a, a you throw a 10 year old in there and do better than brie larson do you know i don't uh, know about that Dino Felix in the YouTube chat says someone to call the FBI. I think we've we've lost track of Dino. 
Oh, no. He's being uh, held against his will. Reprogrammed, reassessed. Yeah. <laughs> I will change what I say every week. Um. So, did anybody see Aladdin? Oh yeah, I saw it okay. last night. All right, three for four. Uh, Fuego, why don't you lead us off? I did not. Yeah, you could have, but um... <laughs> I couldn't get myself to do it. Even though I know. Everybody's here is probably going to be. I could tell you what you're going to say already. I was pleasantly surprised yes. after yeah, the trailer and all the damaging publicity that was out there. I actually liked this film. But, anyways, I, I, I'm going to say this and say that was a fake reaction because I haven't seen the movie. But go ahead, you guys. <laughs> so he ruined all of our stories, but go ahead. Right. Go ahead, you guys. <laughs> so, Lindsay, or Fuego, whatever. Well, I, mean, I was going to say that this was not a property that endeared itself to me immensely mm -hmm. like it did for a lot of my, you know, people you, of my generation, yeah. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I actually still prefer the much, much older Disney films like, you know, Snow White and Alice in Wonderland mm -hmm. and Dumbo and stuff like that. Then I do that Disney resurgence crop that it had in the late 80s, early 90s with Little Mermaid and with Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and... Uh, uh, what else? The Lion King. Those, while I enjoy them, I, I do, they don't have the same special place in my heart that they do for a lot of other people that I know that are around my age. And so I, I actually went into this not even really remembering the original Aladdin very well, except for a few of the songs and whatnot. Hmm. And uh, Will Smith does his own with the character, and I will commend him on that. He was more charming than I was anticipating, funnier than I was yeah. anticipating. And, uh, I mean, there's one scene in particular where he's like, ooh, it's a girl, and he's, like, going like this and stuff. And, yeah. I mean, it's easy, but it, it, it made me smile, man. And the girl who plays Jasmine is great. Uh, I didn't mind the, the new uh, Aladdin kid too much. And I didn't hate on the... Jafar, it's not sexy Jafar like if all I have a gripe, it's singing. Jafar, but yeah, go well, ahead. Well, he's just not foreboding, you know? He's not yeah. really intimidating or scary or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, it has a very Bollywood vibe to it at times, yes. which I can dig. Yes. Which I can really dig, especially in the end credits. The dance sequence is pretty mm -hmm. dope. And so, um, yes, Dino, I was pleasantly surprised, but then again, <laughs> I didn't go in with, like, big hopes or expectations or anything. I, it was a lot better than Dumbo. A lot better. <laughs> okay, That's not go. saying yeah. much, but... <laughs> hey, it's something, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you guys? Uh, do, should I take it or do you want to take it, CB? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I strongly disliked this movie. Uh, really? I did like, I did like Will Smith a lot. I, I, I actually... He was a very... He was a great boon for this film. He really boosted it up, actually. He, was, he, he brought us all, I thought. I thought the effects to make him were a lot better than I thought they would be based off the trailer, but that was only some of the times. There was definitely a few times where like his face didn't really seem like the right size for his body, and it was a little distracting, but yeah, what are you going to do about that? That's, uh, honestly, my, my big gripe with this movie was um, the, the, the best scene in it was Never Had a Friend Like Me. Okay. And the reason why it was the best uh, scene for me, anyway, was because it was the only song and dance number that I felt actually took advantage of the fact that this is a movie. Every other song sequence was just kind of recapture the lightning in a bottle, or if you can even call it that, because depending on who you ask, it didn't work. The Of the 2012, I think it was, Les Mis, mm -hmm. the musical version that just, mm -hmm. you know, had the actors actually there singing on set, but then also didn't give them anything to do as they were singing on set. So they yeah. basically just stood there or walked in a circle or walked out of the room to walk back in the room to walk out of the room to walk back in the room to walk out of the room. It could have been a Broadway play, right. 
Yes, exactly. And every song number except for every and never had a friend like me was like that. And just actors had nothing to do. And it was clear that they were just told to either just stand there or go to this mark, then go to this mark, then go to this mark. And it showed and it was painfully obvious. And I love one takes, but sometimes, especially when you're doing a song and dance number and you need energy, you need speed, you need to keep things interesting, you need to keep it moving, keep it flowing. It just didn't work. Hmm. I, I mean, at least for me, like, no, Fuego, all power to you if you liked it, man. But no. just for me, I was just, I watched, I, I didn't see fun songs. I saw actors trying to hit cues at the right time and it didn't really work. And the one takes getting in the way of things and making things just flow weirdly. And just, I, I, I did not like it. And hmm. I hated Jasmine's song. It Which one? The, the Me Too uh, song they, or the Me Too song? Uh, oh, silent or speechless yeah. or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, the first time they did it it was fine but the refrain the the, the the moment that they chose to do the refrain brought the movie to a standstill mm-hmm. it was the absolute worst contender of the the actors have nothing to do except sing right now i thought <laughs> she could sing like oh, holy she crap was, yeah and, and i liked her sing. performance and she was pretty oh, yeah. and uh, but yeah some of the writing i, I mean the it's some writing that I don't think Dino will be will be too too fun. Oh yeah, no, it's it's heavy handed, right? That yeah, that was, was some of the worst parts of the film. Is that mm-hmm. it? It definitely had kind of an agenda. Yeah, I this the second so. song where she mm. she gave that I, I I won't be silent thing was just like, guys, I get it. Like enough though, like enough. We. We all get it. Smack you over the head, right? Right. Like well, it was just a continuation so. of the stuff that they added in for Belle and Beauty and the Beast that didn't really need to be in. Beauty I still have yet Beast. to see that. So don't spare yourself. I don't like it very much. Yeah, I yeah. still contend Cinderella is the best of the Disney live oh, action makes it, it, by, it by a large oh, margin. Yeah. So. I am right there with you, my friend. So, so the choreographer and Lindsay mm-hmm. says no to the Aladdin. Wait, I didn't go yet. Right. Who's the choreographer? Lindsay. I'm the choreographer? <laughs> you don't get it? He just talked about the musical number and how they were... Oh, uh, you know, uh, so. uh, sorry, mm. sorry, sorry. Hey, I went with it, man. Dino, are you having one of those comedy nights? Because <laughs> oh, the show's not even close to over yet. <laughs> Let's move on. Mm. Let's move on. Oh, jeez. We should have done it for practice before we went live. Um, so I, uh, I'm, I'm with Fuego on this, and and we only saw this last night. Um, I thought, you know, going into the weekend, if you're including Booksmart, I would have told you before we saw all three of the movies that came out this weekend, I would have said Brightburn would be the one that, that I would have preferred and, and enjoyed the most, and it was the one I did not prefer and enjoyed the least. Uh, Aladdin was, was smack dab in the middle, and, you know, yeah. No pressure on the movie, and, and I definitely enjoyed it. The one thing that I'll give it credit for is Robin Williams, his Aladdin is his Aladdin. This oh, yeah. is something different without really trying to be anything that, that you... I mean, of course, there's music that you recognize, but Will Smith made this version of Genie his own, which which is fine. Uh, you're not going to be Robin Williams. Don't try to be, and I think they did that well. Uh, I agree. I could. I completely agree. I, I, totally. I, they made. Yeah, they made the right calls there. They swung into Will Smith's strengths and trying to instead of trying to make him something he's not. It was. It was a smart right. move. Right. And, yeah. Worked well. Yeah. And otherwise, uh, like the Jafar, I, I would. I would have have him be a bit more menacing. He. He was kind of. 
I don't make know. him a character for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> He's just like, like, how do you go from, sorry to cut you off, but how do you no, go from fine. Jafar in the original with his genie with my second wish, make me the most powerful sorcerer in the world to make me the most powerful sorcerer in the, just like, how do you do that? Yeah. He's a mannequin. Yeah. His little snake mm. post thing had, had had more to do than, than he did. <laughs> uh, what, is, what is that? A, a staff? Yeah, I guess it's a I, staff. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And, and also the Sultan was really boring. Like, he just had no character. And the original, like, he's a man-child. And he's memorable. And he's adorable. I don't know. Sorry. I'm just, <laughs> now I'm just being nitpicky. It's a Bollywood thing, Lindsay. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it did. It did feel like with the, with the design of the outfits and everything, it definitely felt Bollywood-y. But uh, you know, expecting an absolute train wreck, this this is a pleasant surprise. I mean, I'm not going to run out and, and say you, you you must see this, but you know, maybe maybe a rental, uh, you know, catch it on on pay per view VOD, uh, 4K worthy. Yeah, Uncle. Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, I don't know. Will Smith, make Will Smith look better? I bet. Like, I mean, like, yeah. I don't think he ever looked terrible. I, I don't know. I'm just being a dick. Yeah, I mean, I I hate musicals, and I didn't hate this, and that's mm-hmm. that's going a long way for for me. Um, that's worth something. I was never bored. I was never, you know, like uh, another song. Which there's a song every every five minutes or so. So mm-hmm. uh, I was fine with it, and and it was my second favorite movie of the three that came out this weekend. Oh, and it obviously overperformed big time at the box office when we were doing our predictions last week. There was, I mean. I was trying to remember your, your guys' numbers. I know I, I said 81 or 80-something. 80, 80 you were it, the highest, Fuego. Yeah, and it to do 90, I, I knew last night when we were leaving the convention and I walked you know, through downtown Phoenix and you know, we we're just walking by the AMC and I was like, hey, you want to see Aladdin? Let's go see Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And so there was a line like around the theater and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. Aladdin's going to make some money because I'm pretty <laughs> sure all these people are here to see Aladdin. And if it's that kind of a line on a Sunday... And I know it's a holiday weekend, yeah. and so most people. Yeah, don't yesterday know, was it was a Saturday. School was out, and you know, but uh, yeah, I I just kind of had a feeling when I saw that line. I was like, Aladdin's gonna out- overperform predictions. Yeah, so. likewise. We were at a nine fifty show last night, and it was it was pretty full. Uh-huh. Seats were booked. Yeah. John Steele in the YouTube chat says, "Question: Is Aladdin also in three D? I I want to say yes because it it, yeah. it felt like it was yeah. shot for three D. It's an IMAX. Yeah. IMAX also IMAX three D." So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, th- there's a lot of swirling shots. I mean, it seems like every 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 dance number had a a swirling number. So yeah, yeah. It, it so, might... so, so the issue with with how he looked really didn't matter. In this oh, movie. he's I mean, a, you know, it's if you really want to focus. Well, but... No, no. If you really want to focus on it, it's there. It's it's yeah. it's difficult. Like when he first comes out, you know, there's a little floatiness and during that scene i was focusing strictly on his face and mm-hmm. you know it's mm. it's not perfected but you know you, you there, can, there are times where he's like too big and too ripped for how small yeah. his face is on yeah. it's yeah <laughs> it, i mean it's not horrible by any means it's just it can be just distracting that's all sure mm. sure i just didn't like his stuff where he's in human form with the handmaiden and i was just like Wah. yeah oh. that was really forced it was what's, her, what's her face from snl too i, I didn't really yeah. yeah and her beats where she was like shutting the door and then going like this and everything. I was yeah. just like, this is stupid, man. Yeah. And it made it feel way too modern and not like it was supposed to be set in some ancient, you know, time in a faraway land. Arabia. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, they spent way too much time on trying to identify where Ababwa was. Like, guys, that's that's not an important detail. This is like, this is back when Beauty and the Beast came out, and everyone had to try and reverse engineer all the bad faith criticisms that were lost at Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Yeah, I, I, we don't need to go to Beauty and the Beast. Mommy, what's, <laughs> mommy, what's a Bagua? It, 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 it's like it just, it, a lot of it just reeked of, oh god, we need to get to two hours. We can't just be an 80-minute movie anymore. It doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be on the map. We've looked at all of our maps. <laughs> oh, wait, there it is. Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm going to segue out of this and into the news because we were talking about CGI. Um, mm-hmm. One of Ooh. the biggest internet kicking... Recipients, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog got pushed back to 2020. Yep. Um, do we have well, a maybe month? Maybe they can try to fix it there, you know, and oh, that's what make they're doing. It better. That's what well, they're he's doing. He's getting some uh, LASIK and some dental work, right? So, <laughs> right. Uh, <I> mean, <laughs> Sonic mm. doesn't need teeth. <laughs> uh, February 14th, 2020. So Valentine's oh, Day. Happy that's Valentine's Day. Perfect. Interesting. Time. Yeah, no, that's uh, every every couple is going to go see Lindsay, Sonic. The- can you can you look up that date? February start February of 2020, the week before, the week after, the week of because lately Just, February says they've been kind of strong. Oh yeah, Deadpool changed the yeah. uh, changed the culture for, yeah. for February releases just crushing. So mm-hmm. and and for um our our female audience, uh, 50 shades was <laughs> was rather dominant in that month too. I was dragged to one of those on a particular Valentine's Day. You were, needless, needless to say, we're not together anymore. You so. were dragged? <laughs> were you was tied it, was and it dragged? The first one? I, I was hopeful that if well, it was the very first one, and it's the only one that I ever saw. I think that there was hopeful hope for some sort of reciprocation if I, if I stuck it out through the film, but, you know. <laughs> oh, poor, poor you. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty bad. I've heard the sequels are way worse, so I just, yeah. that was enough for me. Oh, they get so like yeah. They, they after you watch the third one, the first one actually seems like a good movie, but in some extent, it's a little scary how they managed to pull that off. What's your name? Got me through the first one, man. I, I I could sit there and just I don't care how bad the script was. I just sat there and watched her. Lynn, there was a, Dino oh, was like, oh, there was a script. There was <laughs> what? This is a movie. That it was all okay. <laughs> well, I just love that Dakota Johnson said all of her lines with like a slight hint of sarcasm to it, so her character's not a complete idiot. She's just sarcastic. That was so. Mm. It, I can say she's a good actress, and those movies, kind of like with Kristen Stewart, messed up her reputation as an actress because pretty Mm -hmm. much everything else I've seen, both of those girls, and they they've been pretty solid. Kristen Stewart loved her. uh, What was it last year? Uh, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh, Dakota Johnson was so good. In Suspiria, she's great in Suspiria. I I heard she was good there. I have the 2020 releases, by the way, in Give February, CP. Uh, so the first week, February 7th, we have Birds of Prey and Peter Rabbit 2. Oh, God. And then, uh, yeah, right, that's going to be. Uh, I've got a funny Birds of Prey story, by the way. A friend of mine worked on that. I got something to share. Uh, and then uh, on the 14th, on February, uh, on Valentine's Day, we have Kingsman 3, The Great Game, something called The Photograph, and Untitled Disney Live Action. Huh. The Photograph, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I guess Sonic Bible. is going to go up against those. King and then, uh, might not yeah. be a, a snoozer, so that, no, no. That's, it's, not a, it's not a cakewalk for Sonic. What about the week after? Uh, Bloodshot and Call of the Wild. No idea what either of those are. Right, right. So mm-hmm. what's your story? Uh, so a friend of mine uh, does food for movies, like she did in TV shows and stuff like they that. They call she that designed... catering. No, 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 no. She, that, they, that they eat on screen. So uh, it's like, like the, the, that the actors actually eat. And so she has to do like the special diets and stuff like that that a lot mm-hmm. of actors do. Like Woody Harrelson is nine times out of ten strict raw vegan. 
except mm-hmm. for when he wants to eat a huge ass hamburger and it's her job and to like you know chef. No, no 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 this is the stuff that they're eating on screen so it's like she needs to prepare if his character's eating a steak she needs right. to make a raw vegan version of a steak for yeah. what, however the fuck you do that but mm. apparently it's on Birds of Prey like it, it was just more funny than anything else because like she couldn't eat chicken eggs she had to have duck eggs because she's eating a lot of cakes throughout Birds of Prey but she couldn't eat a cake made with duck egg a cake uh, chicken eggs that had to be a cake made with duck eggs I've never seen that another movie an she Australian does thing. <laughs> I guess but I thought that's funny like I'll eat this chicken this animal's eggs but not this animal's eggs <laughs> Hey, hey, Peter, Peter in the chat, he says they call that craft services. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 guys. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Wait, so Birds of Prey, Kingsman, those are the same day? Uh, no, uh, Birds of Prey is February 7th. Kingsman is February 14th. Yeah. I'm very curious about that Kingsman prequel, though, because while I didn't didn't love the Golden Circle, I mean, I still had a lot of fun with it. I, I dig those Kingsman movies. They're, they're mm-hmm. pretty wacky, oh, yeah, they're but fun. they're enjoyable. So, yeah. That church scene yeah. in the first one. Oh. oh, yeah, with the uh, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. He's just shooting everybody to pieces. It's That's great. a good time. That's a really good very, time. Very good They're time. on like a similar level of silliness as the John Wick movies, and I like both those <laughs> franchises a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turn your brain off, leave it at the door, and, and, and yeah. have a good time. Exactly. Uh, well, let's hope this next one isn't like well, probably will be the third worst in the series. Well, that's that's the thing. Continue, like, but, yeah. with these February movies, these you know they're releasing these movies that you know ten years ago would be like August releases, and and they're getting uh-huh. a little more brave putting the stuff in in February and March, and you know these these movies tend to do all right, uh, whereas in August they would just get buried. So it's it's really interesting to see what. I mean, January is still the only month where you just like this. This is full of garbage. This is just all garbage. And January, oh, there's like, been some there, there, there's been some horror success in yeah. January though. Escape yeah. Room this past year, you know. Yeah. So I mean, that's really one of the few things that can find the sweet spot of. Jan- I mean, honestly, they can release horror at pretty much any time of the year at this point. And wasn't if it's low budget, it can turn a profit. So. Was, weren't the two most recent M Night movies in January too? Glass yeah. and Split. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it? No, 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 no. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the Visit was an August movie. Never mind. Ignore me. Okay. Well, I, I don't wait for certain times a year of the year or seasons to watch movies. I, I, if, if there's a good movie that's coming out, I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, you would so, think, right? Uh, studios right. don't think that. <laughs> well, that's why they're, tr- they're finding out. If, if you release a good movie, everybody's still got the weekends and got the whole week. They're going to go see the movie if they want to see it. So, yeah. What was it? Uh, what was it 20, well, 2016 where Deadpool came out in February? Uh, Batman v Superman came out in what? March, April. And then uh, Avengers came out a month and a half later. Like that was, that was a messy. Uh, Cause hmm. Deadpool just did so well. And then when yeah. Batman v Superman didn't, they were like, Oh, it's cause of Deadpool. Well, no, it's because Deadpool was so far removed. I think it's it, it's smarter in some ways because the the summer blockbuster season just has expanded further and further right. outward outward and become more and more congested. And so some of these movies are like, I want to stay as far the hell away from the summer season yeah. and its ever expanding to, you know window as possible, just so my film has an opportunity not to get crushed by the big boys. And, right. Yeah, the traditional thinking of let's see how many weeks in first we can get that that's gone. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. now let me let me get first and and hope to last for a couple of weeks. It's it's yeah. it's way different now. Well, yeah. I mean, it also depends on the movie. Like then you got the other movies that are guaranteed to do that, and it's weird if they don't. Like Star Wars, Avengers, and stuff like that. It all yeah. just kind of 
Avengers mm-hmm. Avengers beats out uh, Titanic and, and coming up on Avatar. And in, within a, a couple hundred yeah. million or as, uh, 100 as, million? As we speak, it's 110 million away from, from the, the record. Um, but the one thing yeah. in common with Avatar and Titanic is they, they spent a long time in first. <laughs> Avengers Endgame, which is, you know, right, right up the alley there. <laughs> what, three weeks? Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks three tops weeks. at the box office. Can't even last yeah. a full month anymore. And, and that's why, honestly, even though I didn't love Solo, I enjoyed it well enough. But that was one of the stupidest things Disney oh, did, yeah. was putting out that movie in the summer when they have been owning December for, you know, since Disney right. took over the property. And right. it just got buried. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay, do you have any, with that. any other news for us? Uh, well, I saw a pair of very interesting movies that the internet's oh, kind of talking oh, about. Yes, yes. Uh, Here we go. Tsukana. Uh, yeah. Oh, right, that trailer. We can talk about that, but but Lindsay's got a, a nugget for us here. Uh, yeah, so you guys might have remembered on uh, Twitter a few weeks back, a movie called Loquitia got a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess a lot of attention. It got some attention. Uh, and it's the story of a guy who's a bartender who gives great advice to his patrons who has an opportunity for a local radio show because it's 2019 and radio shows still exist to, yeah, uh, called, well, they're just called podcasts now, you know, I, I mean, I, 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 that would right. be smart, but no, it's literally a radio show, but anyway, <laughs> uh, uh it, it, they're, they're hiring new talent. They want someone to, you know, talk to people and stuff and he doesn't get the job when he auditions as himself, but when he auditions as Loquisha. A uh, a very soulful, very insightful black woman. He gets the job, and the movie is about him masquerading as this character, and you know, finding success through it. And what you talk about? Exactly. It is. It, it is like I don't even think I need to say anything else. It is so horrible. Uh, it's like like there's these twenty oh minute God. long scenes where he's doing this impression. And it's just like you, you close your eyes and you try to picture it's just, it's just a white guy. Like, it, it's not even a good impression, which is the scary thing. Like, like, so, you know, you can't even say it's on the level of something like Tropic Thunder, where it's self-aware and the impression is ridiculous. No, this guy thinks he's actually doing a legitimately good thing because he spends so much time with the camera just on him doing it. Disguise and is another dude. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a claim here. This guy, Jeremy Seville, uh, who made this, uh, who made Laquisha, and he made another movie called The Test, which I also watched and was horrible. Did he also the, make White Chicks? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, it probably seems like it's this kind of movie. And he also <laughs> pretended that Marlon Wayans supported Laquisha because he took a picture of himself with Marlon Wayans like 15 years of ago. He did. Of course oh, you know. that is shame, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah. And so you combine all that together in the low quality, like we're talking low production quality, Sarah. The, the Quisha at one point, the, the, the image breaks and it's just an error message if you watch it on Amazon. And it's not Amazon, it's the movie. Uh, he's the new Tommy Wiseau. He is completely unaware. Oh, it's like that. He has, yeah, he has no <laughs> idea what he's doing. Uh, and he's just making these unbearably terrible movies, or he's incredibly aware and he's a genius that no one will ever appreciate. Mm. But there's a moment Which... in his first movie, The Test, where he uses the soundbite from Birdemic. Oh. The, you know, the opening music that goes on for like 10 minutes in that movie? Sure. It's in The Test, unironically. And it it's just there. <laughs> it's so weird. Like I, I don't know, I don't know. That, that, that's my that's my spiel. New Tommy Wiseau, and it's it's available on Amazon Prime. Is is that correct? 
Uh, they are both the test and Loquisha are available on Amazon for renting and purchasing. That's that's hysterical. But but yeah. we should not watch the test, oh, right? Oh oh oh! And, and I forgot to mention, um, in the trailer for Loquisha, they talk about how this is a San Luis Obispo International Film Festival select film, and that was true at one point because it was accepted into the festival, but then it was pulled and it never actually showed. Yeah, but he's still advertising it as being as a part of the as success. long as it's accepted. Like you know that that's what's funny. I mean, Lindsay, you probably know yeah. this better than than any of us. When you get a credit, no matter what oh, the yeah. technicality is of it, you're gonna use it. Like, of course, yeah. Yes, I, I so was you, I was in Ghostwriter, but I don't have a credit. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, if, if you go, if you hop on Jeremy Seville's uh, IMDb and Wikipedia, that talks about a lot about how he did an episode of Modern Family, <laughs> one episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so what was what was the then? Um, oh, oh, Fuego, you brought up the the Terminator trailer. Oh, thank Ooh. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go Woke ahead. up at six a.m. Uh, with uh, with my co-host on the horror show Cecil to watch this, Ooh. and uh, I was disappointed personally. Which uh, wait, um, let me let me cut you off. Your your live reaction to that is on the horror show channel, right? You guys did a correct to this. Nice. Yep. Okay. Nice. Yes, indeed. And uh, I don't know. I guess I've been so so jaded by this franchise at this point. I didn't <laughs> hate the Rise of the Machines like a lot of people did. I actually. As far as everything non-Cameron, I prefer the third film to Salvation, the Mick Jane movie, which had a lot of potential being in the future and showing the war that everybody wanted to see so much more of. That Jenny Smith, Sega Genesis, whatever the hell it's called, um, I that was another one that based on bringing Arnold back and some of the pieces in place like Amelia Clark, I was like, this could be really good. And it was a major disappointment. You know, same with Jason Clark being in it. I mean, there was a there's a lot of different people in it that I thought could have really helped help this franchise shine, and they still haven't got it right. And with Tim Miller being in, involved in this, the, the Deadpool director, and James Cameron actually on board as a producer, not just an EP, not just somebody giving it his stamp of approval, mm. you know. Um, I, I had high hopes, and the trailer didn't at least, I don't know, maybe the burden of expectation in this situation weighed pretty heavily. But I, I do really like Mackenzie Davis. I think yeah. Linda Hamilton looks badass and her being back. Gabriel right. Luna, he was good as Ghost Rider. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that I'm was still... Gabriel Luna. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, so I don't know. I'm I'm just hopeful that we get scenes with some legit emotional weight, and it's not just big budget bombast Michael Bay BS. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. You guys all watch this trailer? I'm assuming. I, I did. I uh, I I don't think Terminator should exist, and they should stop doing it. And it's <laughs> it's it's, it's self defeating every time they do it. But I'm. Mm. After Genesis and the the way that like the, I, I kind of like the idea of time has been messed with so much that who knows what world or what timeline or what alternate universe this is taking place in. So maybe that chick that the Terminator is chasing now is Joan. It's like Joan Carter instead of John Carter or something <laughs> like that. I, I, I don't fully know where this movie is going, but it looks kooky and weird. And sure, why not? I, I, I've had my hopes get up before for Terminator movies, like CP mentioned on Twitter that back in 2008 when the trailer dropped for Terminator Salvation, and they did uh, an interesting thing with the they, oh. where they edited the film, like the distortion in the film into the and I let my hopes get up for that, so maybe I shouldn't let my hopes get up again. Dude, but never let your hopes get up. I'm gonna make a top ten list of. Movies that had really good trailers that were nowhere near 
as good. Oh, I would love, yeah, I would love to contribute to that. That's a very good, <laughs> that's a very good concept. Uh, and a quick thing, uh, 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 Peter in the chat asks, what's the difference between Loquitia and last year's um, uh, Sorry to Sorry Bother You? Sorry to Bother You. Horses. Uh, because uh, Sorry to Bother You is about a black guy doing impression of a white guy, and Loquitia is a white guy doing impression of a black guy. Uh, the black woman. The difference is in uh, "Sorry to Bother You," it's Call dubbed over. It's 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 you know it's the actor uh, from uh, uh, Get Out, whose name I can't think of right now. Uh, he's doing like the like the voice the lip movements, but it's uh, David Cross is doing the voiceover. So it's actually an interesting technical thing achievement that they're doing, where they're getting this perfect of a lip a lip sync up. And two actors working together, even though they're not really there. It's it's an interesting thing where they're doing. Whereas in Loquisha, it's just one guy who thinks his uh, his impression, which isn't very good, is amazing, even though it's not very good. And it's just long takes of the camera just on him as he's just doing this. So there's there's no extra layer to it like there is. It's sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. I actually Cross really dug sorry to bother you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sorry to bother you. So good. I mean, so, I still like Black Black Klansman a little bit better, but I mean, as far as a, a directing debut, Boots uh, yeah. Riley was it? Yeah. I, I want to say, yeah, yeah very good, good, man. I mean, very strange kind of psychedelic. Think it was Socks McGinnis. Socks McGinnis. <laughs> it definitely felt uh, Charlie that's Kaufman an Irish. esque. Yeah, yeah, yeah it had yeah. some shades of like being John Malkovich and some yes. of that weirdness to it. Yeah. And also, like CP said, horses, horses, lots of horses, <laughs> horses. lots of horses. Did <laughs> <laughs> Dino, did you see the uh, Terminator? No, I didn't. I oh, didn't bother to watch you know, the trailer. It comes, out, <laughs> it, it comes out in the 21st century. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, what about you, CP? I, I yeah, I saw it. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I didn't have much invested in it anyway, and nothing about that trailer has changed my mind one way or another. That's it's, a smart way to approach it. It's coming out in November, which is kind uh-huh. of a, a yeah, it's a weird time if you're not, unless it is coming out on Thanksgiving or that weekend. I just think it shows they have a little more faith in it than I, I would have necessarily thought. But, you know, Tim Miller was handpicked by Cameron to direct this and they did a big Q&A for it was either THR or Vanity Fair or something. It was like an hour long thing that they did in Hollywood just describing the approach to this film. And they said all the right stuff and. I, I'm j- I've just been so disappointed with the three big franchises that endeared themselves so much to me in the 80s as a kid, which was Aliens, Predator, and Terminator, and everything has just sucked from those franchises What's your for the problem last few with aliens? <laughs> What is your problem with Aliens lately? Aliens Ooh. is my favorite franchise, actually, of all time, mm-hmm. even more so than Star Wars, even mm-hmm. more so than I, I have every Dark Horse comic and crossover. I've got Ooh. all the different extended universe novels and things like that. I adore Aliens. And I just, I hated Covenant. It felt to me like Ridley Scott trying to make James Cameron's Aliens. And I really enjoyed Prometheus, actually, and the fact that it tried to do something different as opposed to imitate another entry in the series. Um, Which, by yeah, the way... I, I, um, I hated Covenant. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. By the way, that's, that brings up uh, something that I wanted to bring up before. Um, it came out on the internet today that Ridley Scott apparently oh, has yeah. been doing the script for whatever the next prequel is. Yeah, it's it's, it's supposed to be the third and final entry in his trilogy. And I I just so wanted to see Neil Neil Blomkamp's, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. retcon after the first two, because all those had bringing back Michael Mm -hmm. Bean and Sigourney and everything. And they were Mm -hmm. even talking to the grown up Newt. And I was, 
I was all for that, man. I mean, if every franchise from Halloween to even the Terminator franchise, because this dark fate takes place after two and retcons everything else timeline wise, if any series could do it and make me happy, it would be Aliens because Alien 3 just, while I've grown to appreciate it, the the, the storytelling choices really, really upset me a lot. Most. So, yes, exactly. <laughs> I actually saw, uh, I think it was like two years ago, on uh, on April 26th, LV426, uh, showing mm-hmm. of uh, Aliens <laughs> at the at a theater here in L.A. Oh, with uh, the Newt actor and uh, one of the, uh, a couple of the soldiers. I'm, I'm blanking on which one's right now. Uh, she's actually a teacher now. Yeah. Uh, like, 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 she goes to a lot of fan things with the uh, the alien base and does a lot of appearances and stuff like that. But I, I think it's really cool that like this, like she was like this icon of a generation for young kids, and this action horror thing is now a teacher. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're getting close to the hour. Mm-hmm. We haven't spoken a word about what's coming up this week. Which, which this, like we're officially your mom. <laughs> we're we're officially in it now because yeah uh, we got three fairly large releases coming out this weekend um, mm-hmm. Godzilla King of Monsters which there was that a tra- large what is wrong with all of you <laughs> so much just so much there's so, no time to get into it so there was a trailer for that on front of Aladdin or either Aladdin or Brightburn and I'm I'm really if, if I'm excited for something it, it's Godzilla like for some bizarre yeah. reason I'm cautiously optimistic um, I, I, was, I got way too excited for the last one so I'm trying to temper my expectations because I hated the last one with a fiery passion I was okay but, with it uh, but the guy who's directing this one Directed Krampus, which is one of my favorite horror movies. Oh, in the last and Trick few or years. Treat. And Trick or yeah. Treat. Mike, Mike Doherty, man. He's yeah. great. I'm very curious to see what he does with a lot of money in a big budget franchise mm. like this because he's a skilled director. I agree. I really agree. And also, he retweeted my video on Krampus twice, so that endeared him to me. There you go. <laughs> uh, but Dino, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited. Dino, you're the you're the big old school horror guy. What's your what's your how is Godzilla on your radar? Uh, I'm excited. I, again, you know, I, I say that cautiously because <laughs> I, I, I do love the old school, the, the you know, the, the old, old ones, the originals. Uh, but, you know, and, and, I, and I haven't been a fan of any of the more recent Godzilla movies. I really haven't. So okay. How about the one with Perry Mason in it? Mm. Wait, what was <laughs> Not that? Not that one either. No. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. I need to wait. Is that a thing? It's, Godzilla it's worth, come out it, every generation, every decade. There's been Godzilla, Godzilla. Yeah, there's many incarnations. Yeah, the one with Perry Mason was it was called like Godzilla '85 or something, and they they took one of the Japanese ones and retrofitted it and shot all these scenes with American actors and tried to mold it into kind of a relaunch to the franchise in in America. It, it was a thing. It's, it's the first Godzilla I actually ever saw. So. Oh, I really? That's the yeah. first one you've seen? Huh? First, first one I ever saw as a kid, yeah. So, oh, okay. so you must have really enjoyed a lot of the uh, other ones then after that one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys ever see uh, Godzilla well, meets Bambi? What? It's a short film from like 1960 or 1970, something like that. It's just 30 seconds, this little animation of Bambi just mm-hmm. hanging out in a meadow and then Godzilla's foot... Do you think King Kong is anything more than a post-credit scene in this movie? 
Oh, it's yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it's got to be, right? Post credit scene, nothing more. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, the small yeah, bit. Yeah, I think post well, credits. Yeah. Yeah, to lead to the next big thing, which is King Kong. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they have, or, or does Kong show up at the end to help him beat up uh, Ghidorah or whatever the hell that one is called? The, Ghidorah, the one with yeah. All- Ghidorah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> the turkey seems overstuffed as it is already with all the different creatures in it, so they'll probably keep it to post-credit. But yeah. That's what was good about a lot of the really, really old ones, though. You know, bringing in all the other characters and and, and baby Godzilla, you know, with those smoke rings. I, I forget his name. What's what's? You remember there? Anybody? No. Anyway, uh, it was uh, Kaduki or, or some something weird like that. Yeah, a weird name. From, it was from the animated Godzilla, right? Where where they had like little baby Godzilla or little Godzilla's little brother or something. Well, he know. he did a little ring. He would like blow a ring out of his mouth. Oh, Bukaki. Like, Exactly. Well, I, I was on mute. Not out of his mouth. I've been on mute. Well, I said it a minute ago. It's Godzuki. Godzuki. Is it? I think it was Godzuki. 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 There you go. Um, so, uh, but we also have Ma coming out, which looks amazing. How about Sparkly? That was a thing. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too hip on Ma, but you know, I could be wrong. Uh, it definitely. I, mean, I just love Octavia Spencer. I'm actually totally into Ma. I knew like weird older, like they were mostly parents of other kids that I knew where they're just come drink with us, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, this is a little strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We probably all had that happen. Yeah. yeah I remember a couple that. parents. You're doing what over whose house? What? <laughs> I'll be there well, at eight. And then Rocket Man. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. I keep forgetting about yeah. Rocket Man. Yeah, biopic. Yeah. Great. Which I was. Which I was sad I missed because I had to, there was that Fandango uh, thing that they did and I I was gonna go see it but eh, it just uh, I got busy with some other stuff that evening and life happens. Sad I missed it because I've heard it's quite good. It's it's the opposite approach that we got with the Bohemian Rhapsody. It's R rated. It goes for it. It's okay. it's like a full blown psychedelic, almost like fantasy, like trip out kind of film of sorts. So okay, yeah. I'm definitely. I mean, I just love the because we're talking about. Uh, Kingsman earlier. I, I love that Elton John and Taron Edgerton have worked together before. Mm-hmm. So I think, I, I don't know, I'm just excited to see the performance just from that perspective. But I, I also do keep hearing very good things about it. Mm-hmm. I'll get on the board on FBOC this week with Rocket Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm a little exhausted when it comes to these, especially music biopics. I mean, a Star is Born wasn't even based on anybody real, and it was just it right. same same old same old. Like poor Elton John, I, I, it could be incredible. I just I just don't care at this point. Like mm-hmm. enough enough already. I think yeah. enough people will want to go and see this, especially after Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody. But am I excited? Eh, I'm a big Elton John fan, and and it looks okay from what I see. I'm not sure how I feel about the lead actor in the role, but Taron, uh, oh wait, Taron Edgerton, yeah, yeah, yeah. The most but... British name ever. <laughs> Seriously, right? <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll see. I think it will get some praise, and I think people will like it. But mm, I'm not excited, really. Yeah, we have a we have a screening we're going to Wednesday, which is I think really early because 
I don't think it's coming out until late June. Uh, the Yesterday movie with... Oh, yeah. I have access to that, too, actually. And I'm, I'm all into that, man. Yeah, Danny Boyle, anything he makes, I will watch. Yeah, I think he's an awesome, awesome director. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's... I don't know why they're they're screening it so early, but that's, uh, that's what we got coming on this, this week. Uh, Lindsay, anything you're doing... Uh, I got a couple things in the works. We'll see what comes together here. <laughs> but uh, I'm officially like solidly past 300. I got a couple more, uh, and I uh, got a, like my Ooh. it follows video got a bunch more views. Uh, just thank you guys. Love you all. Sweet. Uh, but we want content. Anyways, Fuego, what you got coming up? Uh, well, the press for us are well, shit. Both, both of the early screens of Mon Godzilla are on the same night, so I'm not oh, sure. Shit. Uh, we're going to try to divide and conquer, or what's going on? I, I plan on seeing both of them, and I'm definitely going to see Rocket Man on Thursday evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll a review of that will be popping up on Infoegotainment, and I've also got some more Star Wars coverage coming. Um, I'm doing some of the Marvel comics. There's an Obi Wan and uh, Anakin Marvel comic from a few years ago that I'm reviewing. I just started uh, another of the Star Wars uh, prequel novels. This one is uh, it's called the queen's something anyway it's a it's a whole just focused on queen amidala type of story and so i'm i'm gonna be checking that out and uh really just picking up the pieces after a crazy weekend at uh, the phoenix fan fusion which is what they call the comic-con now so uh did our stephen king panel that i led and then we also did a horror remakes panel and then we did our uh panel about i'm not crying you're crying which is all about scenes in horror films that gave us the feels <laughs> so so we, we we recorded all of those and those are going to be up on the on the horror show channel on youtube very soon awesome so cool yeah. um dino i why don't you tell everybody what's what's going on next and and then you can tell us what's coming on in the future because yeah sure um <laughs> you you will no longer see any streaming content for the next three months for my channel <laughs> because i can't oh, no. yes again fuego um damn we've been there too man so we, we feel yeah. your pain <laughs> an, an old video got popped up i'm i'm, I'm trying to figure it out here because it doesn't make any sense but that's the way youtube works yeah. and i've, I've been Sadly. struck with a strike and you only need one in order for them to stop you from streaming. So mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime, while I get that sorted or not, uh, I can't stream. So everything will be uploaded. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that's that's the way it is right now, man. I'm a little pissed and upset over it. But the Late Late Horror Show won't be live for three months. And so, and so as, as far but, as the immediate future is concerned, so that means the After Hours is going to be on a delay as far as the audience is concerned. Yeah, we're going uh-huh. we're going to go ahead and record it as if it were live after this show. Mm-hmm. Quickly put up so it will be up later tonight for everybody to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, that's I I think in the meantime that's how we're going to do it until I either figure something out or the 3 months are up. So there you okay. go. Okay. Yeah. Um if you are watching and you decide you want to hear our lovely voices well well getting a workout in or on your way to work um there is a show business podcast which is basically this show uh in in audio form and if you are listening to this and you want to see some visual aids to go with our disgusting ugly voices uh, <laughs> it is every monday night 9 p.m eastern on the willis greedia channel uh youtube.com backslash c backslash w-i-l-i um yeah that's that's where it's at 
Um, I would have told you Dino's thing, but we'll... oh, you know what? Late, late horror show a little bit later. Uh, what? Maybe 11 mm-hmm. p.m. Dino. So it's the late, late, late uh, horror show. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking more like 11:30, okay. quarter to 12, somewhere around there, sure. roughly. You know, sure. You All know, right. Upload time. So. So you guys have time to go home and uh, you know get get some breakfast and and uh, <laughs> take a nap before you join us <laughs> later on. Uh, I just want to thank Fuego for joining us once again. Yeah, oh, happy so to, much, man. man. Always, always a supreme pleasure to be talking film with you guys. Awesome, and uh, we'll we'll see it. Hopefully, we'll see some of you guys in a little bit. We're in the money. Oh, I'm on the honey.